We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians whose ancestral lands we've recorded this podcast on. We acknowledge the deep feelings of attachment and the relationship of the Ghana people to country, and we respect and value their past, present and ongoing connection to the land and cultural beliefs. Hello and welcome to Leveling Up, your leadership podcast brought to you by professional and continuing education at the University of Adelaide. The podcast will bring you all the tools, tips and insights to help you unlock your leadership potential and get the most from your team. We'll bring you stories from South Australian leaders and the latest leadership thinking and ideas from the university's facilitators to provide you with the essential guide to levelling up your leadership. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Leveling Up Your Leadership podcast. My name's Tamsin Simmons and I'm a leadership strategist, coach, speaker and consultant on personal development and communications in the professional world. I'm also the facilitator of PACE's new upcoming Women Executive Impact Program. In today's episode, I'll be exploring imposter syndrome. I'd love to start by sharing a story. So I wanted to be a leader ever since I was three years old. I had a bit of a twisty, turvy road to get there, but I found myself in a leadership role in my early 20s. I was managing a medical imaging clinic. I'd done it. I was the boss, but it quickly hit me that being a boss was about more than being handed a title and a set of keys. And I found myself drowning in that role for the first few years. My health and my relationships were suffering as I tried to prove myself in that really demanding role. And I was just waiting for that tap on the shoulder to be told that I actually had no idea what I was doing. And I had no language around it at the time, but now after spending the last 15 years researching the topic, I realized I had a raging case of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome might be familiar to you if you've ever felt that feeling like, you might be found out. You're worrying that someone's going to know that maybe you're not as smart as what they thought you were. Perhaps they've made a mistake in giving you the job or the responsibility that you've gotten. And you're just feeling that in a lack of self-confidence and self-belief. So what is it? What is imposter syndrome? Essentially, I want to challenge with you for the moment, the topic of it being a syndrome at all. The problem with calling it a syndrome is that it makes you think that something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. What imposter syndrome is really is a a symptom of an unhealthy thought pattern. And what we tend to want to do when we think of, oh, I'm experiencing imposter syndrome is to run away with it, to hide from it, to pretend that it's not happening when we actually need to do the opposite. We need to stop being afraid of it and stare it in the face to use it as an opportunity to really embrace the learning. Because when we're experiencing imposter syndrome, it's usually because we are operating outside of our comfort zone and we're trying something new. So what causes it is the picture of who we think we are in our head and who we think we need to be in order to do the role that we're doing don't quite line up. So we are actually an imposter in our own mind in that case. But when we're doing that, we're focusing on the gaps in our knowledge. If we're new to something, obviously we don't have all of the information. We haven't had the experience. We haven't done the lessons. We haven't done the learning, which for me in my early years of leadership, you can see it. I was a subject matter not even expert newbie in my role and then invited into a leadership role. And I had an expectation on myself that I was going to 
know everything. Suddenly I'm anointed with a title and I've got all of the expertise and I'm meant to know what I'm doing. It's simply not the case. So my picture in my head of a newbie leader and the picture of who I thought I was meant to be of established all over it leader didn't line up and I was left feeling like an imposter. The problem with that for people is that we are unlikely to less likely to ask for help We're spending a lot of time in our own heads worrying about not being good enough, which means that we're not connecting with people fully. We're not able to listen and learn and grow. We can hold ourselves back from putting our hands up for opportunities and speaking up and sharing our expertise. I often work with leaders now who are wanting to become recognised for their expertise, so wanting to be on podcasts or speak up on LinkedIn or be invited for panel discussions, but they hold themselves back because they think, who's going to want to hear from me? Why would anyone want to learn from me? And it stops us from really being able to achieve all of the things we want to achieve. But even if we do achieve the things we want to achieve, we're not enjoying them because we're too busy worrying about not being good enough. The other downside of imposter syndrome is that we're spending a lot of energy in the worrying and in the ruminating thoughts and in the anxiety, which means there's this energy leak there. We're already busy, we're already doing a lot, and there's this unnecessary energy leak going into worrying about it rather than being able to channel that energy into actually doing what you do really well. So some signs for you that you might be experiencing imposter syndrome are that you might be always pulling apart your own performance in things, that you might attribute your success to external factors like, oh, they just picked me because I was there, or maybe it was an accident and I just got lucky and ended up in my role, which I've heard leaders say a lot. Uh, You might be experiencing self-doubt, you might be overthinking and excessively worrying about your own performance and whether you're doing well enough or obsessively seeking feedback or validation from others. So what do we do about it if we're experiencing this imposter syndrome? Because I find about 90% of the people that I work with have some experience of feeling like an imposter. So what can we do about it? How do we overcome imposter syndrome? Like I said, right back at the start, we need to, rather than trying to stuff imposter syndrome away and not want to look at it, we need to actually start to stare it in the face because it's an opportunity to learn something about yourself and to grow through the process. So if you think about what's in your head when you are experiencing imposter syndrome, think about the looping thoughts that you're having. And it's often around your gaps. Where am I not good enough? And what do they think that I can do that I'm actually not so sure that I can do? That's really um, helpful to understand your gaps, but you don't need to run away from them. So it's identifying what's real here. What actually are the areas that I could grow into? Where are the opportunities for me to learn something new? Or is there something I could delegate from my role if it's really not my jam? But more importantly, let's start to put some energy and attention into the things that you actually do really well, because you're in your role and you've got that opportunity for a reason. So in order to be able to enjoy that and to own it, it's about 
recalibrating your inner guidance system rather than waiting for those external cues that you're doing well enough and those taps on the shoulders, oh, good job, buddy, (laughs) rather than um, waiting for those opportunities to get the external validation, it's starting to set your inner compass. So what are my strengths? What are the things that I do naturally really well is something you'd be wanting to look into. What's important to me? What do I value? And what's the unique contribution that I'm wanting to make in my career? And this is really what we cover in day one of the Women's Executive Impact Program with PACE, uncovering your unique leadership identity. So what do you uniquely bring to the leadership table? Because the good news is that even if you don't look or sound like the person that comes before you in your role, uh, you don't need to because you've got your own way of doing things and your own way of contributing. And the more that you bring that, the more you're going to enjoy your role and feel fulfilled in it. But the bigger impact you're going to make in your career because you're going to bring the best version of yourself to that role rather than your best version of somebody else. So if you're experiencing this feeling of being an imposter in a particular scenario, so maybe you've just um, stepped up into a new role, you've got a new job, you've had an opportunity to, to speak on a panel, have a think about the thoughts that you're having. What's contributing to you feeling like an imposter? So identifying all of that is a really good first step to catch which of these thoughts are real and which of these thoughts are imagined. Secondly, I encourage you to stop thinking about yourself and worrying about what other people think of you and start thinking about who can I help through taking on this opportunity? Who can I help from stepping into this leadership role? Or if you're speaking even more importantly, what value can I add from stepping up and sharing what I know? Who can benefit from me sharing my expertise? When it comes to understanding your strengths, there's a lot of ways that we can start to elicit what our strengths are. And there's some great online profiling tools that you can use that are free. One of them is strengthsprofile.com. And that's a free profiling tool that you can use. It's going to give you a bit of a list of your strengths, the strengths that are realized, the strengths that are unrealized, um, and even your weaknesses as well. And this is to the other point, understanding your weaknesses is also really important. This isn't something that we need to shy away from. When you're in a role, the best thing that you can do is to articulate what you do really well and the value that you bring, but also identify, this is an area that I'd like to work on or this is an area that I'm going to need some help with. And then you don't need to feel the imposter anymore because you've laid your cards out on the table. No one is perfect at what they do. We've all got our strengths and we've all got our gaps. And the more that we can bring those to the surface, the less we're going to be worrying about hiding them. I think the most important thing to remember with imposter syndrome is that if you're experiencing it, you're certainly not alone. If you're sitting around a boardroom table or if you're a leader or emerging executive, chances are most of the people that you're working with in your circle from the experiences I've had as an executive coach are feeling exactly the same way. So I want to validate that experience for you, but also to reinforce and help you to understand that you are experiencing imposter syndrome because you are really feeling like an imposter in your own mind. Like I said, right back at the start, it's when the picture of who you are in your own mind and who you think you 
need to be in order to do your role or to do the thing don't line up. But the truth is that you're overinflating who you think you need to be in order to do your role. And you're often looking at the gaps when you are thinking about yourself and your own experience. The answer lies in the middle there somewhere. And that's about crafting your own unique leadership identity and understanding the unique contribution that you bring to the table and the difference that you can make. The more you can lean into that, the more you can work through your imposter feelings because they will continue to come up, but now you won't lean away from them. You'll lean into them and start really unpacking what you're thinking and what you're feeling and being able to help yourself out the other side. Thank you for exploring imposter syndrome with us on today's episode. We'll talk about it more in the upcoming Women Executive Impact Program. Check out the episode's show notes for a link to more information. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leveling Up, your leadership podcast. For tools, tips and insights to level up your leadership, subscribe to this podcast and follow professional and continuing education at the University of Adelaide on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.